He's the greatest coach in the history of the National Football League. Bill Belichick left the Patriots on Thursday, but his legacy with the Patriots will stand the test of time. With all due respect to Papa Bear Hallis with the Chicago Bears, Paul Brown with the Cleveland Browns, and even Don Shula with the Miami Dolphins, who has the NFL record for the most wins by any coach in history, Bill Belichick's resume tops them all. Shula won three Super Bowls during his time with the Dolphins. Belichick won three Super Bowls in his first five seasons with the Patriots, then added three more later in his tenure with New England. Belichick changed the course of NFL history during his time with the Patriots. So many of the moments that come to our minds when we think about the NFL over the past 25 seasons involve Belichick. Of course, the tuck rule game in the snow against the Raiders in the 2001 playoffs, probably the best snow game in NFL history. Later that year, that famous Super Bowl upset against the Rams, where the Patriots famously came out as a team and left Super Bowl champions. Several years later, against the Giants, the Spygate season, the 16-0 regular season, the Patriots came within Asante Samuel's fingertips of immortality. And on the very next play, the helmet catch produced an even bigger upset than the one we saw from the Patriots six years earlier for the New York Giants. The Malcolm Butler interception that will go down as the biggest swing of championship expectancy in league history, perhaps in sports history, and famously consigned the Seahawks to a last-second defeat. Schematically and stylistically, though, Belichick changed the league in his image. Go back to the 2003 postseason. The Patriots were playing the Colts and left their wide receivers bruised and battered. Bill Polian was furious. The Colts general manager at the time petitioned the NFL to reinforce the illegal contact penalty that was on the books and had not been enforced very often over the prior few seasons. It didn't make a difference. The Patriots won the Super Bowl in 2003, and after illegal contact became a point of emphasis the following season, they went back to the Super Bowl and won again in 2004. What that did was change the NFL and make passing more accessible and easier for teams to do. Bill Belichick did not complain, he adapted. In 2007, after a couple of lean seasons without Super Bowls, Belichick changed the NFL forever. He traded the second round pick for Wes Welker, traded a fourth round pick for Randy Moss, even asked Moss to take a pay cut after leaving the Raiders, signed Dante Stallworth and Jabbar Gaffney in free agency, and implemented a spread offense around Tom Brady, who'd previously been running a pro-style attack. What was supposed to be a college offense took the NFL by storm. It was the most devastating offense the NFL had seen in years, and the league changed forever. Now, the NFL is a passing league because of what we saw from Andy Reid in Philadelphia and Belichick and Brady that season in New England. And once teams started to copy Belichick by spreading the ball out, he went in the opposite direction. They drafted Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez and played 12 personnel with two tight ends on the field, emulating what we've seen from the 49ers. No matter what you have on defense, the Niners make you wrong. Whatever you played against the Patriots in that era, 
Belichick's offense made your personnel wrong on the defensive side of the ball. While Belichick has come in for deserved criticism for his drafting in recent years, Gronkowski is one of six current or future Hall of Famers Belichick drafted during his time in New England. What we've learned about the draft by studying it over the past 40 years is that nobody really has any ability to pick players year after year at a high level. What you can control is where you pick players on the positional spectrum, the value of the players you go for, and the number of picks you have by trading down and around the draft. And Belichick mastered this like no other executive in football. The Patriots picked up multiple first rounders of value over the years by trading down and acquiring extra selections. Gronkowski was a player they picked by getting extra selections and then trading back up with the Raiders, who were often a target of Belichick's draft day trades. When Belichick called you during the draft, the best thing you could do was not answer the phone. Nobody was better at finding underutilized talent on other teams' rosters and getting them to thrive than Belichick was in New England. Wes Welker was a backup wide receiver for a dismal Dolphins team. Players like Rob Ninkovich, Kyle Van Noy, and Garrett Blunt were plucked out of obscurity and became standout players for championship-caliber teams in New England year after year. He traded for veterans like Randy Moss and Corey Dillon and got them to play at a higher level, signed players like Junior Seau and Rodney Harrison and extended their careers in New England. Belichick revitalized the careers of veterans like Randy Moss, Corey Dillon, and Rodney Harrison by acquiring them and giving them second lives in New England. Anyone saying Belichick the GM has always been a failure because of what we've seen in recent years just has no sense of history. Many have also suggested that Belichick thrived in New England solely because of Brady, a sixth-round pick he took with a compensatory selection in his first draft. Obviously, Belichick was better with Brady. There's no arguing that. But Belichick went 15-6 and six during Brady's time in New England when the star quarterback was either injured or suspended. He won with Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett, and Matt Castle, a seventh-round pick, as his quarterback for most of the 2008 season. More notably, there are so many games during Belichick and Brady's time together where the Patriots won because of Belichick's scheming on the defensive side of the ball. We remember Tom Brady in New England as the superstar, the MVP, the player who threw the ball all over the field. At the beginning of Brady's tenure in New England, that was not his role. He was a game manager. And I don't say that as a criticism of Brady, just what he was at that point of his career. He was a late round pick, asked to protect the football, make smart decisions, and hand the ball off on most downs. The Patriots most often won because of Belichick. In the 2001 AFC Championship game, Brady left with an injury. Drew Bledsoe came in, but the Patriots won because they held the Steelers offense to 17 points. And their special teams, of course, Belichick staple, scored two touchdowns. In the Super Bowl that year, facing the greatest show on turf Rams, Belichick again held the opposing offense to just 17 points by beating up star back Marshall Falk. The Patriots defense added a pick six in a 2017 victory. Belichick's defense shut down the Colts and Peyton Manning in 2003 and 2004 during the postseason. In 2007, in that famous game, where the helmet catch occurred. The Patriots held the Giants offense to 10 points for most of the game before a late score 
on a day where Brady was stifled by Steve Spagnuolo's defense. In 2014, Belichick's defense won the Super Bowl, quite famously, with an interception of Russell Wilson at the goal line on a play where, according to who you asked, Bill Belichick may have known what was coming from the Seahawks' offense. Two years later, they held a dominant Falcons' offense to 21 points. Brady put them behind with a pick six as well. You know what happened when they were down 28-3. to They held a dominant Falcons' offense, led by Kyle Shanahan and Matt Ryan, to 21 points in the Super Bowl a couple years later. Of course, there was a pick six from Tom Brady that put the Patriots down 28-3. to The Patriots had to play a perfect game on defense in the second half to stop the Falcons from winning the Super Bowl. And in 2018, facing another dominant Rams offense that scored nearly 33 points per game during the regular season, Belichick shut down Sean McVay and Jared Goff. The Patriots held the Rams to three points in what I called at the time the most impressive defensive performance in Super Bowl history. Belichick was better with Brady. Any coach would be better with the greatest quarterback of all time. But anybody suggesting that Tom Brady was the only reason the Patriots were winning Super Bowls during the Brady-Belichick era is just ignorant. During that Super Bowl in early 2002 against the Rams, a late touchdown tied the game up at 17. On television, legendary coach John Madden was imploring Belichick to shut the offense down and send the game to overtime. Belichick trusted his quarterback, a young Tom Brady, and had Brady throw the ball eight times on the final drive to set up a game-winning field goal for Adam Vinatieri. In 2009, facing a dominant Colts team that had started 8-0, Belichick's Patriots took a six-point lead late in the fourth quarter. Facing a fourth and two deep in their own territory, Belichick did something that no coach may have ever done before and decided to go for it. It didn't work. Tom Brady threw a pass short of the sticks to Kevin Falk. The Colts took over, scored, and won the game. But the decision was correct. The numbers and the logic backed Belichick up. He decided to put the ball in the hands of his best player and trust his team's strength, the offense, versus the opposing team's weakness at that time for the Colts, their defense. What seems shocking 14 years ago might qualify as a mild surprise today because Belichick was willing to take a risk, backed up by logic, that no other coach would have been willing to take. Belichick transcended coaching and his sport. He became a shorthand for being the ultimate grinder, the person so dedicated to their job and dedicated to winning that he would mutter his way through press conferences or wear cutoff hoodies to the game on Sunday. It worked because he won. Your grandma, who knows nothing about football, could happily pick Bill Belichick out of a lineup. It's so ironic that this is happening within 24 hours of Pete Carroll and Nick Saban both leaving their jobs. Saban, of course, a longtime confidant of Belichick, worked together with the legendary coach in Cleveland earlier before Belichick was in New England. They helped change the way teams play defense, even to the modern NFL, with the Ripley's match coverage concept. Teams don't play static zone or static band coverage anymore. Defenses look totally different now because of what Saban and Belichick thought of together almost 30 years ago at this point. Belichick took over for Carroll in New England after the latter coach was fired. And Carroll in Seattle and Belichick in New England were two of the few coaches left who basically ran their organizations from the top down. They had personal control and were the final say on many of the organization's decisions. Saban retired, Carroll was pushed upstairs. Is Belichick done? I hope not. 
because he's still an incredible football coach. Over the second half of the season, with nothing to play for, in a lame duck season with a horrific offense, guess whose team had the best defense in football by points allowed per possession? It was Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. He was doing it with guys like Anthony Jennings and Sean Wade. Without Christian Gonzalez and Matt Judon, their two best players who were out for the season. Yes, Bill Belichick needed a change of quarterback. Yes, they did not have any explosive players on offense. And yes, maybe it was time for a break in the relationship between Belichick and Robert Kraft with the Patriots. But don't get it twisted. Bill Belichick's story is not over.